Blog Talk Radio. Welcome back, my friends, to the show that never ends. We're so glad you could attend. Come inside, come inside. There behind the glass stands a real blade of grass. Be careful as you pass. Move along, move along. Come inside, the show's about to start. Rapture.com, Rapture.org, our band sites, all representing the Church of Philadelphia Internet. And with me today, my original co-host, Denny. Hey, Denny. How you doing, Pastor Harry? Okay, Denny, how are you doing? Oh, it's been a good day. Well, that's good. Good. And uh, here we are, and you know, we're looking at world events right now. I have to say, things are starting to look a lot like Apocalypse. Uh, they just reported that Iran has, well, U.S. officials just said, announced that Iran has enough military-grade uranium to build a nuclear weapon possibly as soon as three weeks away. And wow. Is, yeah, well, it's right, and Israel has been monitoring this, I'm sure, for a long time. And the question is, what is going to happen? And there's some scenarios that could happen is Biden could uh, broker some surprise deal where Iran says they'll stop, they won't build a nuke and he'll lift the sanctions and give them billions of dollars and they'll still secretly try to build a nuke. That's one scenario. The other scenario is that Israel has a plan to stop this, whether it's uh, sabotage on their nuclear facility a major military strike, a computer virus, something. But Israel's reaching the point now where they just can't sit back and allow Iran to have a nuclear weapon because they will use it. They will launch mm-hmm. it right at Tel Aviv. There is no doubt. And if uh, Prime Minister Netanyahu was still was in power right now, he would be out there warning Iran and telling the world what, what could happen at any moment. This other guy, Natalie Bennett, very, uh, he's not outspoken. He's not out there as a strong leader, and that's one reason that Iran is so emboldened. Another mm-hmm. reason is they have Russia as their ally. So we're seeing that. We're seeing Putin escalating his war into the Ukraine. We see him doing, there were nuclear, Putin was holding nuclear drills today in Siberia. In case of a nuclear, they they plan they could plan a nuclear strike, and that's to back down NATO and the U.S. from anything. And Putin mm-hmm. challenged the U.S. and the West today. He said, "Come on to the battlefield and try to stop us." 
So Putin is ramping up his war. 40 million, million tons of wheat and grain is rotting on the, on the, uh, in the ports. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they're talking a global food crisis is coming. Yeah, so they were, we're talking about wheat. Wheat in America uh, is is rotting in the on the ground because of the of the temperatures. Yes, it is, and the drought. There's extreme drought. Yes, it is. So, the world is in dire straits right now, and it's getting worse every day. And you know, Jesus warned us to watch and be ready. You don't know the day and hour when your Lord will come. And we really, as I've been saying, you know, as we get deeper in the end times, we're looking at two two end time scenarios. That God could somehow raise up a physical, real church of Philadelphia. The church that will be taken in the first of two raptures. The church that has a worthy walk with God, who keeps his word true and with perseverance and overcomes and has earned their crown of life. He could raise up this church as a warning to the world. Depending how long it would be here, maybe some people could get earn their crown and be worthy and ready. That's, that's what we've been hoping for. And, of course, the other scenario is God knows it's not going to bear much fruit at all, would not, would not accomplish what he wants more and more evil happening in the world, more and more suffering, pain, satanizing of children through the media. And for all we know, the first of two raptures could be three weeks away. Yeah. You know, we really don't have a clear answer, but we we know the clear thing that we should be doing is following God and saying yes to the Holy Spirit. When, as the Spirit leads us in life, He shows us to do something, we say yes. He shows us not to do something, we stop. Just like it says in the Lord's Prayer that Jesus gave for every believer to pray. He gave us, the, in His prayer, it says, Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Well, in heaven, there is no rebellion, and everyone does the will of God. And that's how it is should be on earth for his followers. No rebellion. Doing what what he said. And of course we know that we must follow Jesus in spirit and truth. Right. And and that means as who he is, the Christ, the Son of a living God, the God of Israel, not this fake pagan Trinity God. And all the lies and guaranteed heaven and salvation by faith alone in this lie. No, all that is not from God. That's not from God whatsoever. So we have to make sure that we're really listening to the Holy Spirit. Whatever happens in the next few weeks or month. You know, and God could also raise up a, a physical church of Philadelphia that's only here for a year. And um Right, with people keeping his word with perseverance under hardship and duress and earning their crown of life. I don't know if a year is enough time for someone to even do that. Maybe, maybe not. But it's what people should be doing today. It's what they should have been doing a long time ago. Can't You, you know, you can't wait. Uh, I hope there hasn't been any people out there saying, well, I'll start a worthy path if uh, 
If Pastor Harry wins a billion-dollar lottery and starts a church, I'll start a worthy walk with God. Well, guess what? It's going to be too late for them. Yeah. You, they, people have to be following Jesus today as though he could come tomorrow morning, see, or tonight. And if there is a real physical church of Philadelphia, then people will be actually joining the congregation of the worthy. They'd be joining with those who have earned their crown. And Jesus says, hold on to it. Don't let anyone take it from you. You know, and when we read that, we could have read the, the letter to the Church of Philadelphia, say, a year ago. Mm-hmm. And that's what Jesus is speaking to the Church of Philadelphia a year ago. A scattered remnant somewhere in this world. How many? Unknown. And... When we open the book of Revelation this morning and look at the letter to the Church of Philadelphia, the only worthy church um, in the book of Revelation, there could have been another, in the last year, say, 100 people added to that group. If you read it 10 years ago till today, there could be another 5,000 added. We don't know how many... uh, True. We don't know how many Church of Philadelphia believers there are out there. We just know whatever scattered remnant it is, it's very far and few in between. Right. So a real physical Church of Philadelphia could do a lot. It could unify some of these people, could identify these people, and it could tell the world the happened, what's to come. What's do you think if the rapture would happen today, that there, there could be as few as 24 elders? No, there's much more than 24 elders because when you read the book of Revelation, in the, it, as it's written, they're singing a song. And in the song, they're thanking Jesus who has redeemed them with his blood from every people, tribe, tongue, and nation. So uh-huh. that's well over 250 people. And if you put it in the third person... Then it becomes a total mystery, and you don't see the Church of Philadelphia anywhere in heaven. Right. So it will make no sense. Jesus says, pray that you're accounted worthy to escape all the things that shall come to pass and stand before him. But when you look at that song as sung by the 24 elders, it's it's far more than 250 people. And it's the Revelation chapter 1, verse 3 starts off with, saying that God has made every one believer that accepts him as the Christ, the Son of the living God. He's made every believer a king and a priest unto God. So you could say they're the worthy priests of God. And 24 is a symbolic number for priesthood. So now there would be more than 24 people taken. Do you believe that there's 144,000 people around the world that are currently doing God's will? I don't know if there's that many. Uh, there could be as little as 7,000. I don't know if there's 144,000. I know if we start a real physical church of Philadelphia and we start hearing from people and seeing what happens, we would get a much clearer idea. But God is not going to raise up a real church of Philadelphia, a physical church, to have three people join it. I, I mean, so. yeah, that that would just be a, 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 a that wouldn't be the fruit he's looking for. Only God has oh, this answer. 
I always thought it would be wonderful if you if you did an XM radio show where you could advertise, and if people started listening, then you could build your church, or God's church. Well, if people started listening, but more than listening, they have to want to be part of it. They have to, or, or already be part of it. Mm-hmm. You have, people have to have that desire, you know, to love God with all their heart, soul, mind, and strength, love their neighbor as themselves. Walk in spirit and truth. There's That's, probably many people walking in spirit and truth, but they don't quite understand why. They just no. they just don't. Why would they, they just do it? Well, why would they not understand why they're what they're doing? I don't know. I, I would no. I mean, cause, no, they would. I mean, there was a time where I was doing good deeds, and I didn't know exactly what the Bible said. But that doesn't mean you were walking and keeping his word with perseverance and earning That's a true. kind of life. You weren't at all. You were just right. trying to do some good deeds. People yeah, that are exactly. part of a church of Philadelphia, Denny, they know what they're doing. They know they're keeping God's word with perseverance and hardship. They know they're following Jesus as the Christ, the son of a living God, and being persecuted for their belief. Mm-hmm. They know if they're overcoming temptation or being overcome. And they know if they've earned their crown or if if they're if they're keep giving in to sin. They know what they're doing, Danny, one hundred percent. I think that crown is the key to heaven because when Jesus arrives, all the all the all the church of Philadelphia lays their crowns at his feet and then he allows them in I think this is a theory, uh when they lay the crown at Christ's feet, they they're allowed into heaven. Well, well, no, that's they're already in, in heaven when there's this worship service going on mm-hmm. then in heaven. Why do they lay their crowns at His feet? Because they're acknowledging without Jesus and the Holy Spirit, they never could have earned a crown. Without right. the Holy Spirit, we can't earn nothing. All we can't do anything. See, so that's an acknowledgement. It's humility. It's saying, hey, without your help, Jesus, I never would be up here, and I never would have earned this crown of life. Because if you don't earn a crown, you don't go to heaven. And that's clearly what Jesus taught in the book of Revelation, to the letter to the seven churches. So if somebody doesn't believe that, well, there are arguments with Jesus. Go argue with God. And his son. Where did the Baptists get the theology that if you sin, you get a jewel taken from your crown? Is there a verse that says that? No, there's no verse. It's, a, it's not just the Baptists. It's where, evangelical where they come up with that theology, from the devil. Because it sounds good, don't it? Hey, you're still, you're still going to heaven. They don't even believe in earning their crown. They believe the moment they, quote, repent, God puts a crown on their head. Right. And they don't even believe in earning the crown. They're not even listening to a word Jesus is saying. Or James. James first wrote about the crown of life. He said, Blessed is the man who endures temptation, for when he's tested and overcomes, will receive the crown of life. So you have to earn the crown of life. Right. You don't earn forgiveness. That's a gift. You can earn forgiveness. But once God forgives you for your past and gives you the Holy Spirit, he... He expects you to follow him in spirit and truth and earn your crown of life. No crown, no eternal life. Right. It's that simple. And that's exactly what Jesus taught. 
The churches cringe. They're re- they're revolted, the pro- especially the Protestant churches, by the thought of earning anything because they don't understand a word Jesus said. Nope, they, they don't. They totally, they deliberately confuse forgiveness with worthiness. It's not the same thing. Being forgiven for everything you've done wrong in the past is a gift. The crown of life is something we have to earn with God's help. Two separate things. Worthiness and forgiveness are as far apart as east and west, but they combine it as one because it's a license to sin. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's exactly what it is. Send your way to heaven with their blessing. All fake Christian religions, Catholic and Protestant. And you could expand that to all false religions tell people they're on they're gonna go to heaven or they're gonna go to some kind of heavenly place if they uh do what they say, but really what they say is whatever they wanna do. Right. It's it's always a choice to do what you want and delude yourself. You're going to heaven or be led by the Holy Spirit and do what God said and make heaven. It's always, it's always that choice, Danny. It always comes down to that. We're just going to take a quick break here, and we'll be right back. Org, our band site. I'm here with my original co-host, Danny. Hey, Danny. Still with you, Pastor Harry. Good. Good, Danny. So you see, so we must earn the crown of life or you don't have eternal life. And then for the majority of people that finally repent, well, the people that finally repent when they're left behind after the first rapture, during this tribulation, did reject the Antichrist and this Luciferic initiation called the Mark of the Beast, right? Mm-hmm. Jesus said to them, "You will." He said, "Repent." He said, "You will be tested ten times." He said, "Be faithful unto death, and you are in the crown of life." Well, that's the hardest way possible. People are going to have to go through the worst torture, suffering, starvation, and worse. And then the vast majority will die for their faith to make heaven in the second rapture resurrection event. That's going to be the the hardest way to make heaven. Today, it's not as hard because the um, 
there's le- there's far less persecution against uh, true Christianity today than what's coming upon the world tomorrow, but there still will be hardship. You know, uh, Jesus said that. He said to his true followers, he said, my peace I give to you, for in me you'll have peace. But he said, in the world you'll have tribulations. Be of good cheer, be positive, put your trust in God, for he's overcome the world, he can deliver you. Because following what Jesus said to do, if you want to, is easy, relatively easy. But the devil will make it as hard as he can for you. He will bring the hardship. And we're told we have to overcome that. What should a person do if if they decide they want to follow God today and they know they haven't been following God with perseverance and they don't think they got enough time, so why bother? What do you think those people should do? Well, who says why bother? Yeah, exactly. In their own mind, Satan says why bother. Yeah, I would say do it with everything in you. Do it with everything in you. Repent and do everything God says. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength, and love your neighbor as yourself. And and maybe maybe you could make it. And if there's a real physical church of Philadelphia, you probably would have a better chance of making it. But we know one thing. If you don't, dedicate your life to following Jesus today with all that's in you you won't make it that's the guarantee Jesus didn't say he called the churches to repent he said that he who has an ear let him hear what the spirit says to the churches if you read the letters he didn't say to the church of uh, one of the fallen churches that weren't doing what he said hey I'd like you to repent but it's a waste of time seeing the tribulation he didn't right. say that. The devil's saying that. God looks at your heart. Mm-hmm. And, and there's some parables that say you, you could you could make it. But you'd have to really give it your all. I always well, thought of Satan as playing a giant Jedi mind trick on you. He tells you evil thoughts, and then you think the evil thought, and you think maybe... You did something wrong, so you end up repeating for repenting for an hour or two to God, and it's it's just suffering. It's there's there's no uh, the devil just keeps accusing you. You well, said it, you thought something evil. Or you're, but think, but if you didn't think the thought, it just popped in your head. Then he put it there. Exactly, that's what I thought but too. Why would you keep dwelling on it? You can cast that yeah, you thought don't dwell away. On it. But you catch yourself, the evil thoughts enter into your mind, and you think it's your own thought, but it's not. Yeah, I call it the Jedi just, mind trick. Well, it's not a Jedi mind trick. God isn't play. God doesn't have anything to do with Star Wars. It's just yeah. Satan, Satan trying to confuse you and then accuse you. But just because he puts a, a horrible thought comes into your mind, mm-hmm. you don't have to. You don't have to follow it. You don't have to dwell on it. You can pray against it. You don't have to listen to it. It's like the devil could say it's a waste of time to follow Jesus. You'll never make it. But God isn't saying that. I it's, think it, I, all all the time uh, blasphemies against God come into my mind, but there's no way in the world I would ever say it. But they pop into my mind anyways. Well, then you have to pray for deliverance, don't you? 
That's true. You have to pray to be delivered from these thoughts. If you won't say them and you won't do it, then obviously it's it's not coming from your own mind. Right. If it's something you're playing around with doing, then it's coming more from you. But yeah, exactly. what do you do? You pray for deliverance. But um, yeah, you would pray to be delivered from this evil thoughts keep bombarding your mind. Right. And then you have to say, what 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 are you allowing yourself to be exposed to? Right. You know, there's a lot of things that put evil thoughts in our minds, too. We watch and hear and listen to in, in music and everything. It's on everything. Everything you watch on television has some evil, even the news. Well, I wouldn't say it has. It's all evil. There's a lot of evil. What their uh, music today is... There's satanic stuff in almost every song that's a hit. There are satanic things. The video games are all satanic. Most movies have satanic themes. Um, commercials do, a lot of television shows. Yeah. But what are you supposed to do? Just sit there and just be glued to it? Or turn Close the channel? And you didn't see it. Turn it off. Yeah. Change the channel. I mean, you don't have to sit and watch 15 hours a day of evil and then wonder, why do I have evil thoughts all the time? Maybe because I'm watching... Even even Fox News is promoting UFOs now. Well, if they're promoting UFOs, they're they're showing... I don't know about promoting it, but talking about UFOs. We're talking about them because the Pentagon released the footage on UFOs and... Air Force and Navy pilots encountering these uh, unidentified flying objects. Right. So they're they're reporting more on it. The whole world's becoming UFO conscious. One in three people surveyed believe UFOs exist. It's all part of the coming delusion that's going to come upon this planet. We're going to talk about that later. Uh-huh. But. Some people get so deep into talking about the delusion coming upon the world and all these events. They don't even, they're not even ready. They don't even talk about how to escape what's coming, how to be worthy. They just, they get too deep into these things. Right. You need a, a healthy balance, but the media is satanic. Satan controls the media. He controls the entertainment business. He can, and he's preparing children for war. Children play, some kids, some 15-year-olds, 14-year-olds, 12-year-olds, 10-year-olds, they play 15, 5, 10, 15 hours a day of the most violent video games. That's true. I got two of my own. Killing. It doesn't yep. matter wh- what they're killing. Zombies, killer rabbits from outer space. Animals, would make, yeah. It makes no difference. They're killing and killing and killing. That's what I was trying to explain to my son earlier today. They're preparing you to be a soldier a soldier of evil. But then why sit and watch evil all day? Yeah, exactly. Why they sit want and you, watch? They want you to be a soldier, and then one day they're going to tell you the bad guys are the Christians and the, the evil aliens took them away. Yeah, but, but right. But why watch it all day? Why give your right, mind over to that? 
Why, why yeah. give your mind over to that? Nobody yeah, comes exactly. into someone's house that I've ever seen, duct tapes them to a chair, and forces them to watch satanic material for 15 hours a day. That's true. It's a choice people make. So if they don't want the things of God, then they're going to gravitate towards evil. And it gets more and more evil. And they oh, can't I never get claimed enough my children evil. Were Christian. I never claimed my children were Christians. I don't believe that at all. No, but I've I'm warned saying, them enough, but they, they, they look at me like I'm waiting on the mothership. Well, because they, they're entertained by evil. Yeah. They, they love evil. You have to say to yourself, well, whose house is it? Yeah, that's true. It's I mean, my house. But, right. So, you know, uh, you you have some control. But, you yeah. know, uh, yeah, but ultimately, you fill your mind with 10 hours of evil a day. It has to have a negative effect upon you. It, it, it must have a negative effect upon you. Yep. And um, 10 hours a day of killing anything has to have a negative. It can't have. How can that have a good effect upon a person? That's true. It couldn't. It can't. It has a violent effect. I'm sure in Russia they start letting little boys play violent killer video games at six years old. So by the time they're 18, they're ready for war. They're, they're, they're brainwashed soldiers. Right. Video games are preparing kids for war, a war against Christianity. Yep. And That's how they train pilots in the Air Force. They put them in these... Uh, Simulation machines, which is basically right. a giant video game, and teach them how to fly and shoot bombs. Well, well, that's what they're doing to the children of the world. Yep. And and I and then you got to look at where's the parents. Yep. Right. Where? So we're going to take true. a quick right. We're going to take a quick break here, and we'll be right back on Doomsday Talk Radio. A very fitting song for today.
Rapture.com.org, our band site. I'm here with my original co-host, Denny. You know, that song is very fitting, even though ACDC is a satanic band and they made it as a mockery against God. Yeah. Jesus talked about the highway to hell, the wide path of destruction that the vast majority of the world is on. But he talked about the few that walk the straight and narrow path of the spirit and truth to heaven. Mm-hmm. And Satan, there are people today... Disney, Marvel, part of all the entertainment world, all these record companies, all of it. These are satanic people that believe in the devil's religion. And they're putting it out there in every form they can to brainwash children. To prepare people for this coming great war. Because when the Antichrist comes, it says, And the beast will wage war against the saints. And overcome them physically for 1,260 days, three and a half years. So they're literally preparing people to accept the satanic religion. And part of this religion is to wipe Christianity off the face of the earth. And to, you know, to, to portray Christians as, as the wicked evil ones. Did have, did have this spark of alien DNA in them, reptilian DNA. Because yeah, it makes that's you cold-blooded. Well, it makes people repulsed. Most people are repulsed by serpents and lizards. So, of course, they're going to lie and say the Christians are tainted with lizard reptilian DNA. Hitler called it the serpent seed. You see, while he was the one following the serpent. I believe also that that's how they're going to explain global warming, too. They're terraforming the earth to be warm for the cold-blooded lizard men. They may say that. They may stay worse, but one thing is for sure: they're, they're going to make, they're going to paint the God of the Bible as the leader of these wicked, evil aliens, and they're going to teach that when you kill every one of his followers and burn every one of his books, he dies. It's like with every dead follower, he gets a little weaker and weaker, and they believe they can. That's how they can kill quote God. That's how they can destroy, quote, God, by by destroying his followers. Yeah, right. ex- exactly what that's how twisted this world's going to get. This world's going to get so twisted that it's going to believe if they join a, a church, sex church, Mystery Babylon, pans, panism, sex with anything is the path to heaven. Satan's going to say, you can become a god. How? By joining his church of sex and helping to kill Christians. That's going to make you a god? No, that would make you a perverted serial killer. <laughs> I agree 100%, but it's, it almost, I, 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 it's so crazy that it's, you, you think it's funny, but it's true. Yeah, and that's what, where the world is heading. Kill the evil one. I can't imagine one day, planet. you know, 
seeing my parents or my brother or my sister or anybody else that I love and care about participating in a sex cult at, at their local church. Well, they will if that's what they choose. Or any all religious religions, all their temples and churches and mosques will be converted or burned to the ground. Yep. And and they will partake in a second holocaust. Because once people take that Luciferic initiation, Danny, they're going to become like demonically possessed. Right. And then they will do things you never thought possible. And people are going to find themselves trapped in a satanic nightmare. When Satan's son rules the world, and his main goal is to wipe, trample the truth into the ground, as Daniel wrote, to wipe Christianity off the face of the earth. Yeah, that's what's coming. Going to blame every evil in the world on Christianity. And he's How going to you figure out what Babylon was when, when theologians all over the world have been debating that for years? How do you figure it out that it was a cult? Because it's right in the Bible. Mystery Babylon, the mother of all harlots and ab- sexual abominations of the earth. It's right in the Bible. But He's theologians to, have been trying to figure it out for years. They've been saying, oh, well, America is the great Babylon. Well, because or, they don't read. Or Babylon will come back from, from, from the Middle East. They don't the read what's written. and all that. Because they don't read what's written. All the nations of the earth will partake in her sins. Well, that would include America. You see, they don't read what's written. They're not being led by the Holy Spirit. Just because you have a degree in theology doesn't mean you're you're led by the Holy Spirit. Doesn't mean you're uh, you're following Jesus as the Christ, the Son of a Living God. No, it don't. In fact, all theology schools teach the pagan Trinity, God. That's true. So, what do you expect? The blind to find, the blind to see? Nope. No, and they don't. Can't even read what's written in front of them. He's going to revive an ancient sex cult that's going to sweep the world. Sex is the path to heaven. And killing Christians. That's the second part of it. It's the other side of a coin. That's the tales. And a, a religion that's the part of to sex. love. And they'll love the second part more. They will yep. love the slaughter, the kill. Why does a kid play violent video games 10 hours a day? Because he loves them. He, but the child must, the adult, the teenager, must love violence, or why would he play it all day? Yep. You don't like violence, you're not going to sit there all day. I oh, couldn't people. stand the video game Pac-Man because Pac-Man chomped on the ghosts. Maybe I got so upset the ghost chomped on Pac-Man. Pac-Man. Right. I no, hated people, video games. People will love the killing even more than the other. Yeah, that's true. It's SEX going... will, will play uh, second base compared to murdering people. It'll be like an ep- episode of uh, The Purge. Well, worse than The Purge, even. But yeah, that's what it is. Blood and death. That's what's coming to the world. A cult of blood and death. Of, of world of global murder. That's what the Antichrist is going to lead. That's what Satan's son's going to lead. Yeah, it'll start off with rainbows and peace. But in his heart, he's a beast. 
and he, he's going to lead a global slaughter. That's what Jesus told us to to pray that we're kind of worthy to escape this time of testing that'll mm-hmm. come upon the whole world. You know, I was reading the NLT version of John three sixteen, and the NLT version it says, uh, "Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one." And I find that different from the King James, which says, "Deliver us from evil." Well, that's because it's man's translation. But e- evil isn't just Satan; it's it's everything evil. Right. You can't just blame it. You know, it's his demons. It's your own fallen nature. It's your own desires. It's be it's persecution from others. Evil comes in many many forms. That's but, true. Yeah. But deliver us from all. It's all evil. But people put it in they their trans their people or their own translation or transliteration. King I just James don't like all of these and thous of the King James version, but I do read it as a backup. Well, it's it's a pretty accurate translation. There's less mistakes in the King James translation. That's true. Than the other Bibles. You read a few, you may get a little better idea. But that's why the Holy Spirit leads us into all truth, because there's some problems with all translation. Because a lot of the people that translated, well, the translators of the Bible from Hebrew to Greek to Latin to English, they were brainwashed by the Trinity. So they twist whatever verses they can to try to agree with this thing. But you can't. Yeah, I noticed they took the word begotten out of, out of uh, the Bible, too, that Jesus was begotten. It totally well, the King, ripped out of there. Well, the King James doesn't. They took no, the that King out. the King James doesn't, but the, the preachers do. Well, because begotten means brought into existence, created, and they don't want to acknowledge the Trinity's a lie, and salvation yep. by faith in a lie gets you to heaven. So, of course, they're going to remove it if they can Twisting the Bible for their own destruction, then. Of course, they'll remove yeah, it if true. they can, but, but Jesus knew who he was. There's many places where he's called the only begotten of the Father. He came forth from the Father. All else of creation comes from the elements of the of the earth, of matter. Jesus didn't come from the elements. He came from God himself. Like a clone. But God didn't clone another father. He cloned... He created a son. He cloned a son from himself. That's what God did. And yep. Jesus himself said that. He had no qualms saying that. Jesus said he came forth from the Father. He's the firstborn of creation. He's the first of God's creation. Everything he knows, he learned from his Father. That's that's not a, that's not God number two. That's the Son of a living God. So that's where it starts. It reminds me of an episode of Star Wars when uh, they, the the character Boba, uh, Jango Fett had a clone of himself called Boba Fett, and there was many, many people, many, many humans that came from his DNA, but only one perfect clone. Yeah, well, they're, they're copying. The, that's what the devil's leading them to. But that's even being stolen from the Bible. Yep. Satan knows who Jesus is. He said it right when it when then when he came and tempted him three times. If you be the son of God, he knew who he was. The demons knew who he was. His enemies knew who he was, and his 
His, the disciples knew who he was. He is the Christ, Messiah, the Son of a living God. The one God made to send into the world to die for the sins of the world, for those who will repent. That's who Jesus is. So mm-hmm. the, the, when you accept and follow him as the Son of a living God, that's your first step into eternal life. That's the like Jesus said, my sheep hear my voice. And I know them, and they follow me. Well, that's the first thing God's going to speak to you, who Jesus is. And then to follow him and earn your crown of life. But, you know, he warned us about this time of testing that's coming, this time of great judgment. And it's coming very soon. Three weeks, six months, a year, five years. Will there be a physical church of Philadelphia? Hopefully, maybe. We'll I think God see. wants a real church of Philadelphia. It's just a matter of it doesn't make sense. Well, he wants it. But it's a question, will we get enough people to make it worthwhile? Exactly. Will there be, will there be enough people? Maybe we'll have a church of Philadelphia for one year as a warning. Would it give people much time to earn their crown? A few might. A few added to who's out there. We don't know how yep. many people are out there right now that are part of a church of Philadelphia. Yeah, they they could be out there but never heard your show or the show. Well, this show is very very small show. They're out there. If they're a scattered remnant, a hundred say say there's twenty thousand people scattered among seven point eight billion. Yeah. You wouldn't really know who these people are. We know one thing, there's no real physical church of Philadelphia on this planet. And if, if we do win a mega lottery, time permitting, there will be one real physical church of Philadelphia on this planet, which will have the truth of God and the power of God. And people will see it. It doesn't mean they'll join it. It just means they will see it and be warned. It'll, it'll plant a seed for what's to come. It would clarify who was taken if suddenly more and more people come out and identify with the Church of Philadelphia, and they're almost speaking as prophets what's coming upon the world, and they're reading the letter to the seven churches. Well, that that would be an amazing thing. We have to see how it can, how this plays out. There could be 144,000 people would suddenly join the Church of Philadelphia. Could they be? Could they earn a crown in eight years, six years? Yes, they could, but they'd have to really dedicate their life. That would mean we zoom eight, six years into the future and read the letter to the Church of Philadelphia, because you kept the word of my perseverance. I'll keep you from the hour of testing to come upon the whole world. Hold fast to what you have, that no one takes your crown. Well, in six years, there could be a visible. 140,000 people who identify with that, who aren't afraid to go out and speak the truth and speak against all these lies. There could be, or it could happen in three weeks. Israel could blow up Iran's nuclear reactors and trigger World War III. Yep. But we're getting close and close and close. The window's slowly closing. So what should a person do? Follow Jesus in spirit and truth. Read the letter to the Church of Philadelphia and say in your heart, 
this is where I want to be. This is who I want to be. I of this one the other day that uh, Jesus said there'd be three watches, and we're already in the third watch. Yes, we are. Watch is 40 years. Well, we just entered into the final year, final watch, the third, the final generation of Israel, the third watch. And in this watch, this will happen. How far in, we don't know. That's why Jesus said, watch and be ready. For your Lord will come in a day and hour, you don't think. Well, who thinks he's going to come in three weeks? Who thinks he's going to come in three years, three months? We don't know. Very few. But we know what we should be doing. We know that we should either be overcoming sin or it's overcoming us right now. Right now, we know that. One of two things will be happening. Sin will be overcoming us or we will be overcoming it. Satan will be overcoming us or we'll be overcoming him. Temptation will be overcoming us or we will be overcoming it. Mm -hmm. There's no middle ground. It's A or B. So whatever is going to happen soon, best case scenario or not, we should be earning our crown of life. So if the Church of Philadelphia does start as a physical church, I hope it does forever. I'd like to this whole world. Well, at least people would be ready to be part of it because they've already earned their crown of life. They're part of it. Now they have something to really identify with. But either way, that's what we should be doing today. Mm -hmm. Ten years ago, a a real physical church of Philadelphia seemed a lot more possible. Five years ago, more possible. Today, it's starting to get close. Can God hold things back for six or seven or eight years? Yeah, of course he could. Yes, but not much more. And is it worth it to them? Twelve. I know. I know one I thing know. that uh, the the prime minister of, of of England, Boris Yeltsin, I think is his name. He he just retired. He just quit. He was a strong leader. Well, he stepped down because of so many sexual and a and a bu- bullying scandals. He's still in there. He's still the acting leader, but he st- he did resign. He stepped down because of all the scandals. Mm-hmm. All that he was plagued with so many. I'm afraid there will get a weak leader in there, and that, and the the world's going to go to crazy. They're not going to get a weak leader in there. They're going to get Satan will do everything he can to put an Illuminati leader in, a team player, a satanic yeah, person that will do will put Britain back into the EU with the blessing of Prince Charles, who may be king at that point in a few weeks. Right. They want a UN puppet. They want a guy to, to bring Britain back into the U, into the EU. That's what they're looking for. Not weak, evil. Not weak at all, evil. Part of the part of the Illuminati. Just like Trump they got rid of him, didn't they? Yep, they got rid of him. Yeah, they got they rid of him. They cheated all too. the way, but they got rid of him. Yeah, and a lot of people think putting their trust in a man, a man that doesn't even believe in repentance, they think is going to save America and the world. You talk about believing a delusion, well, there's a delusion. Mm-hmm. And even by a 
the slimmest miracles of miracles. If Trump won, what's he going to do? He can do nothing more than trigger World War Three. What's he going to do? Yep, he he go at it with with Putin, and then they blow everything up. He'd go at it with Putin, and then Russia would take Taiwan, and North Korea would invade South Korea. Yeah, and then Iran would invade Iraq, and suddenly he'd be faced with a seven-front war. Venezuela yep. would invade Colombia. What's he going to do then? Uh, you know, Trump is a very—I mean, he's a very dangerous person in terms of 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 the military. Been proven by the question. They even suggested one time that there was a hurricane coming in the ocean from Africa, and he suggested that uh, they hit it with a nuclear bomb to blow it up. Yeah, that that makes a lot of sense, doesn't it? <laughs> Spread radiation <laughs> no all sense. around the world. Oh. Even no think sense. Even ask the question shows where his mind's at. Yeah, exactly. But you know, we're reaching a point where. The White House is just a puppet show, and and the economy is getting so bad that who's going to save it? We're facing, you know, we're facing global food shortages right now. All Israel has to do is bomb Iran or blow up their reactor, and if they're allowed, all all that powers to be has to do is pull five thousand points out of a stock market, and it will cra- the U.S. stock market will crash in twenty four hours. And the whole world yep. economy will collapse with it. And there'll be total chaos and, and anarchy in the streets. The exact point of the Illuminati. Through chaos shall come order of a new world order. Yep. But there's so much chaos in the world because they're creating it. Global food shortages, global recalls. Look at the United States. Every other day there's a recall. Peanut butter. Jeff peanut butter recalled. Baby formula is still a mass shortage. They recalled tampons. Yeah. They're, they're recalling everything. Food shortages everywhere. And when it hits dog food, then you're going to have a mass crisis because people because suddenly there won't be any dog food for people's beloved dogs and cats. What are people going to do then? Yeah. Now they're talking about the uh, pork industry. They recalled three three states recalled bacon. For contamination Now they're talking about a plague It's hitting uh, the pigs In America That uh, has a, a virus That can affect humans So what are they going to do Slaughter 50 million pigs Destroy the, pig, the pork industry in the United That's States? what they did in Russia with the bird flu They just came on to people's farms And killed all their birds Well they did in the United States too 30 yep. million chickens and turkeys Were killed from avian flu Swine flu, the next thing, they are going to systematically destroy the entire animal food industry in America, which will be a devastating hit on the U.S. economy. Devastating. Yeah, it be. And I hope you like tofu, Pastor Harry. Yeah, well, not too much. But, <laughs> but, but, but here's where we're headed. We are really in dire straits. 40 million tons of grain rotting in Ukraine ports. They can't get it out. Five major food processing plants in America mysteriously went up in flames. Uh, The second largest producer of fertilizer in the world is in India. An explosion blew up their plant. Is this all accidents, Benny? No, it's intentional. 
It's intentional. They're slowly destroying the world economy. And it will happen. The only question remaining, will God be able, will God raise up a real physical church of Philadelphia in these last days we have? Or is he just going to have the first rapture happen? If it will bear the fruit he wants, he will do it. If it won't, he won't. And that's that's true. That's that's what we know. And we may not know more till as things as things happen. But I would say today, if someone's hearing this show, if the Holy Spirit listen to the Holy Spirit. If the Holy Spirit's calling you to repent, to follow him in spirit and truth, to do what you haven't been doing, start doing it. Start doing it. Yep. There is there is a parable of the laborer, and some came the last hour, but then again, they weren't rebelling till the last hour. And to earn your crown with perseverance takes some time. It's not a one-day event. It's not a one-week event. But it starts with following Jesus as the Christ, the Son of a living God, and having the faith and courage to tell other people what you believe. Because that's gone smack in the face of all Christianity, all false Christianity. Pastor Harry, about that parable, in that parable they, they, they were hired to work in the field at the last hour, and they got the same pay as the other ones. But, uh, but they didn't rebel for seven hours and then finally show up. No, there's a big difference, then. Yeah, there is. There, there's a major difference. It didn't say they rebelled for seven hours and the last hour decided they would get a job, work in the That's field. That's true. No. They were trying to get a job from the start until they found it. Well, it just happened to be at the last hour. That's with that parable, right. But then again, earning your crown, with per- keeping his word with perseverance takes some time. How much time, we don't know. But it, it, it would have to start very soon, like now. And, you know, and you got to give it your all. It's not too late, but a time is going to come very soon when it will be too late. So then what's a person going to do? Well, you have to earn your crown in the tribulation. As Jesus said, be faithful unto death, and you'll earn the crown of life. You have to go through a satanic nightmare of hell when Satan's son is ruling planet Earth as the king of the world. But you can imagine what that world will be like with a minute left, Danny, on the show today. You imagine what it will be like like when Satan controls his son controls every military, every police force on the planet, and about 93% of the people on Earth. Yeah. 13 and all. And they'll empty out the prisons. All you have to do is take the mark of the beast. You can get out of prison. You empty the prisons and bring the Christians in. Yeah. yeah. So we are really in dire times. There's 30 seconds left here, Denny, but I would just say. He who has an ear, let the Spirit, he who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. If God's telling a person right now today, repent, start, follow me for real, I would do that. If you say, you wait, well, then you you know it's going to be too late. Yep. 
then you know it's too late. That's what we know. We're here today, and we have to make a choice today. And that's that's what we know. And with the time running out, I hope the show has helped someone today. God bless and take care.